Hi, my name is Stephanie Pletka, and I'm here to navigate the messy parts of motherhood. I'm a small-town mom of four who took a parenting blog and wrote a book to help moms find the goodness in the hard places, to chase their dreams and write their story. So sit tight in the carpool lane. You know what I'm talking about, mamas. Comfortable in those yoga pants and get ready to be encouraged. This is the Motherhood Mindset with Stephanie Pletka. So when I was first writing my book, a friend of mine who has a house in California, she's like, hey, I'll give you my house for the weekend and you can write. And I thought, oh my gosh, are you serious? This is so exciting. I mean, I ran. I didn't even walk. I mean, I grabbed my yoga pants. I threw them in the back of the car and I texted my husband. I was like, watch the kids. (laughs) I left like... (laughs) tire tracks, you know, out in my driveway, and I was gone. I was so excited. So across the street from her home, it was the beach. It was this fancy hotel, and I thought, oh my goodness, I'm going to go over there, and I'm going to ride, and just have a good old time, and then I thought, you know, I I walked over there, and they had, like, meditation classes. I have never taken a meditation class I mean, my first C in conduct was for talking, but in conduct, I couldn't, I couldn't stop talking. <laughs> and now I'm going to be in a meditation class where it's like super quiet, can't say anything. So I went over there and I rolled my first meditation class. And wouldn't you know, I walked in, I was the only one who signed up. <laughs> Y'all, I need to blend in, not stand out. So this instructor, she's like, she's kind of got her zen on. And she's like, raise your hand if you've never taken a meditation class. So I look around at, you know, nothing. (laughs) I slowly looked around this empty room and I raised my hand. It just felt so awkward, you know. And with these candles flickering along the wall, we were both kind of sitting Indian style. And she's like, close your eyes and just breathe. Well, I kept opening my eyes. I mean, I wanted to see what was happening. I mean, my internal dialogue is like, dear Lord, Stephanie, close your eyes. This woman, she is not going to steal your (laughs) flip-flops. It was just so quiet. Oh, my goodness. I was certain the instructor, like when I ran out the door that morning, I ate like a handful of blueberries and it felt like a microphone, you know, at my stomach growling. And I thought, oh my gosh, this is so embarrassing. It feels like when you're in church, you know, on the front row, you can imagine this. We're both sitting there in this little little room with candles. Oh, it feels so funny. It's so awkward. She's like, breathe deep and relax your forehead. Now, I I didn't even know my forehead needed relaxing. relax your ears, she said. (laughs) I mean, I didn't even know relaxing your ears was a thing. Drop your shoulders. As a mom, I think this just comes with being a mom. Your shoulders are always kind of half perched, like a flight or or fight mode. They're always kind of in the air like, like a hawk, like you're ready to attack. So that was a little harder. It's like it was always in that mode. So it's like, okay, lower your shoulders, clear your thought. I don't even know how to clear my thoughts. I never stop thinking. You know, I live in a house full of boys. There's my husband and I've got three boys and I can say like, hey guys, what are you thinking? And they just look at me and they said, I'm not thinking anything. 
Well, no comprende. I do not understand what they're talking about. You're not thinking like there's always something in my head. And they're like, nope, there's no thoughts. <laughs> like, OK. So she said, you know, if your thoughts become active, guide them back to your center. I kept thinking, oh, I need an oil change in my car. I bet the kids while I've been gone, I bet they have torn up the house. I mean, <laughs> and then I'm like, oh, gosh, start reeling in your thoughts. And I thought, wait, did she say real or God, I couldn't remember. Oh, goodness. I'm already failing this meditation class. So I'm like, okay, quit thinking. Stop thinking about thinking, you know. <laughs> Are my ears relaxed? My forehead relaxed? My shoulders? This is just too much work. <laughs> the reason I say all this is, you know, who knew that doing nothing took so much work? So that brings me to this place the waiting place. I was having dinner the other night with a bunch of girlfriends and there's just such life, you know, having a girl's night out and there's just tons of laughter and you're all talking at the same time. And, and somehow in this weird way, you can still like hear what everyone's saying. (laughs) A man would be like, wait, what? Slow down. What did she say? They'd be taking notes. But a woman, we all 10 of us could be talking at the same time. We're like, yeah, I hear you. I get you. And we all feel heard, right? So in this waiting place, we were talking the other night and some of the moms were saying, I always feel like I'm in a place of transition. The kids are going off to school or a kid's going off to college or a kid's learning to get potty trained or there's always a new season. And it feels like life is constantly recalculating. I had said a while back that, uh, I was headed down to Florida one day and I put in my GPS. I know there's a good hundred miles left and it says turn right here, like right now, right now. I mean, basically it hollered now (laughs) and get on the brakes and I turn right and I'm like, what is back here? Like, what am I doing? And it took me behind a Dairy Queen and we went through a trailer park and went back like a horseshoe back to the main road. And then I was on my way again. What was that about? Like, (laughs) you know, in life, that's the way it is, too. We have plan A's, but sometimes and most of the time we end up plan B or plan C. Navigating transitions is always the hardest. There's a speed bump in the road or turn right when you don't think you should. But sometimes those plan C's, they're God's way of being a plan A. It's what was meant to be all along. The controlling part of me being a mother is like keeping the kids out of the road and keep them fed and alive till they're 18 and trying to make everything work correctly and flow well so the wheels don't fall off. And yet we don't really have control, do we? So I want to talk a little bit about the waiting place. What does it feel like to be in the waiting place? You know, it's that space between an ending and a beginning It's like sitting at the doctor's office. You're like, well, do I read a book? Do I read this crappy magazine? Do I, what do I do? You know, do I scroll through social media? Do I call a friend? It just feels like, huh, it's wasted space. But it's not actually wasted space. It can be a time to rest and relax and re-strategize. Do you ever feel like your life is just like it grew wings and it's just flying and you, you don't even have control anymore? Well, sometimes God gives us that waiting place, that detour behind the Dairy Queen through the trailer park. Maybe there's somebody we need to talk to. Maybe there's someone who will make a difference in our lives or vice versa. 
Have you ever been on a road trip before and you're just like, go, go, go. And my husband, he loves to just, you know, everything's a competition. Like, can we get there faster than last time? Do we have to stop at this exit? Do we have to stop to eat? Don't you have cheese in your purse? And I'm like, <laughs> look, if we don't stop, something bad's going to happen. You know, we've got to go to the restroom. We've got to eat. We've got to fuel up. Stretch your legs. Life can't just be go, go, go. You know, there are details that we're missing out on in life. Do you ever feel like, okay, I've got 30 things on my to-do list, and then you don't get two of them done, and you're like, ugh, you think about it at night. It keeps you up at night. You're like, oh, that those two things, I, I would have, it would have been perfect, but now it's not, and, you know, I'm lowly or not enough or shoulda, coulda, woulda, and we just are so down on ourselves. We've got this bucket, and the bucket of water is like we're hustling. We're going, hurried, go, jump in the car. We didn't prepare the night before, so we're already late. We're already behind the eight ball. Do you ever feel like that? You're in the car going, oh, yes, me too. Well, you're not alone. I feel that way a lot too. So that bucket of water, it's being stirred. That's your life. And we are running, 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 hurried. But when you sit that bucket down, it's like the sediment in the water begins to settle. And you get you begin to see like what's what's in your life, you know? We have to deal with those things. It's easier to go, okay, I'm just gonna keep hustling and I'm gonna keep stay in the chaos and I'm gonna stay in all the, the go go go. And have all these distractions. Maybe I'll uh, buy a house or I'll uh, upgrade my kitchen or I don't know. uh, Something in your life, you're like, hey, we'll do this. We'll do that. And you're keeping that bucket of water stirred up so the sediment never truly settles. You know what I'm saying, girl? And so we just kind of stay in this. I mean, even now, my coffee cup, it says chaos coordinator. (laughs) I mean, so true, right? We are the coordinator of the chaos. We've got to hold up the waiting place and recognize it as just as important as all the other big events in our lives. We race through life. We're stirring up that bucket. We're upgrading things and we're, you know, getting involved in PTA and really stuff that we don't even need to be there. We don't even need to be where we are. We need to be sitting in our stuff. We need to be writing down why we feel angry, writing down why we feel hurried, writing down why am I overwhelmed every day? Why am I angry at the kids all day long? And they're like, mom, you're always so mad. And it's like, yeah, well, you did this and that, but that's not really what's happening. You know, what's really happening is we're not creating breathing room for ourselves. We're not putting ourselves priority. And to think that's selfish is craziness, mama craziness to think that putting yourself first second is is selfish because what is selfish is when you don't because your kids are looking to you your kids are looking to you to set the tone for the day they're looking to you to bring them identity and purpose like they're looking to you to be like mom gives me a blessing over my life she tells me who I am we're creating memories and we're building a legacy for them to go out and not see motherhood as suffrage You know, not to look at motherhood as just like, oh, you know, I'm always late. I'm always tired. The dog, you know, pooped in the floor. It just seems like life is just this swirl and twirl. 
and that bucket of water with a sediment, it never settles. So we never truly become, you know, living our best mom life because we just have no energy. We're just tired all the time. Well, if people knew what all I had to do, well, we all have that to do. You know, I'm angry at my kids sometimes and I'm I'm late. You know, I, we were late yesterday. I was talking in the last episode that, you know, we were breaking laws. And, I mean, you know, if there's a police officer out there, you know, I wasn't really breaking laws. It's just my Southern talk here. You know, we were a little late to school and we got there about a minute and 40 seconds before the kids had to be to class. And I'm like, go, 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 you know. <laughs> Because I was tired, I didn't have a good nightly routine last night, and I just kind of, it parlays, you know, it's like a snowball effect, and, um, you know, we do our best, and we just, you know, are always recalculating, always resetting, so I just want to honor the waiting place today, maybe write down, like, why do I feel the way I feel, why do I feel angry, why do I feel overwhelmed, why do I have no energy, Who do I want to be as a person versus who I am right now? How do I want to change? How do I want in this waiting place at this rest stop? What do I want to make the best use of my time? It's got to be strategic. You know, write down what did I used to do that made me happy? Maybe it was painting. Maybe it was climbing trees. I love to go to the park and swing. Now, sometimes, you know, mamas are out there with their babies and they're like, why is she at the park by herself? You know, (laughs) y'all keep an eye on her. Watch her. (laughs) I've had a few times where I, I was like, oh, my gosh, my kids are in school and I'll be at the park and I'm running or riding a bike or something. I'm like, oh, there's a swing. So I'll pull over and and swing. And it's like, oh, to your toes touch the sky. There's such freedom in that. But some of those mamas were like, hey, uh, where's your kid? (laughs) (laughs) I felt a little scared. (laughs) Where's your kid? It's like, oh, they're over there. Of course, then when you start to head out again, they're like, hey, she either left her kids or she didn't have any kids. (laughs) Write her tag number down. You're like, oh, my gosh. (laughs) But you've got to figure out, like, where do you want to go? Enter where you want to be in that GPS system of life. Figure out where you want to go. Look, I mean, if you don't know where you're going, you don't know when you're going to get there. You just, you don't know what you don't know. But if you've got a plan, like, oh, I'm going to cook all the chicken on Sunday night for meal planning this week. I don't do it every Sunday, but I do it as many times as I can. And Sunday night schedules, we'll just sit down with everybody and be like, okay, who needs CVS paperboard paper? You know, I mean, how many times have they been like, hey, mom, I need something at Walgreens. And you skid in like two minutes before they close or they need it that morning for first period. And it just, it's like putting something in a, a, the spoke and a wheel and just everything flies, you know, and that just sets the tone for the crazy. That's what we do. That's just some ideas we have because I've, I've been there and done that. And I've been the crazy mama who, I think I said this once, Um, we were at a, a Chick-fil-A and it was pouring down rain and, and my kids, we just came running outside and we We went beep, beep, you know, on my little key fob and the doors opened and we jumped inside and my kids said, mom, this is not our car. And I was like, what? (laughs) This is our car. And they're like, no, mom, it's clean. Like it's too clean. There's no chicken nuggets. There's no Cheerios. And it was like, oh my gosh, this is what that looks like. (laughs) These poor people, what do their children eat on the way to soccer practice? (laughs) What do they eat? Hey, listen, Mama, if you have a topic that you want to talk about, 
If you are in a place where you're like, okay, this is what I want us to hear about, then send me, I'm going to ask you to call me. Call me at this, it's a voicemail only, but just call and leave a message. Like if this radio show, this podcast in any way has helped you, then just give me a shout out. My phone number is 480-788-1805. So it's 480-788-1805. Just leave me your thoughts about the show, um, maybe topics of things you'd like to hear. I would appreciate it. This scripture, I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. Woo, we need that, don't we? It's like, Lord, help me. Because some days it just feels like I'm the only one keeping it together. But, you know, we can't wrangle the wind. It's really not in our control. None of it. But I just want you to embrace the waiting place. You know, so maybe your child is dealing with something and maybe you want to run from it. I mean, I know I do sometimes. I mean, I just want everything to be happy and roses and already be on the top of the mountain and a helicopter dropped me off at the top so I can ski down. You know, I don't want to actually have to run to get healthy. I just want to be healthy. But none of this stuff is by accident, right? We don't accidentally get healthy or lose weight or we don't accidentally get our favorite job in life. I mean, we have to put steps in place. And that's what the waiting place is for to strategize and think, what do I need to do? Here's what is the one, two, three step that will get me from here to there where I want to be, where I'm not hollering at the kids, where I'm not feeling like I don't have time to myself, you know, where sometimes I'll just sit in my car in the driveway and the kids will be like, where's mom? And they'll come running out. She's in the car. You know, (laughs) don't tell anybody. But when you create space to breathe, and some people say, well, I haven't had a date in years. Well, that's your own fault, girl, because we all have the same 24 um, hours in a day, right? It was 86,300 and something seconds in a day. We all have that. And yes, maybe you can't afford childcare, but a neighbor or sitting in your backyard and having a picnic, you know, on the porch swing. I mean, there is a way. So... Let's not give ourselves excuses or give ourselves an out to be like, because there is always a way. But when you create space to breathe, that's like that margin, you know, the between the road and the cliff's edge where the wheels fall off. If you get too close where you hear that the road little uh, things go, but don't, but don't, but don't when you start running off the road. That's when the anger and the screaming and yelling and like skidding into all the places Uh, on a quarter of a tank, like, I don't know, I live on a quarter of a tank a lot. That's, that's really close margin because I've run out of gas before. Not my fault though. I'm going (laughs) to, okay, it was, but (laughs) I have teenagers, you know, they, they, they drive it to the bone down to like where it's on fumes and then you jump in the car. And because I wasn't prepared, I'm like, you know, the other day I left without my, purse and <laughs> my hair in a bun and by the way I don't know if I really have uh how good my friends are because I was staying at a hotel the other day on a business trip and I look in the mirror the the kind that's magnified you know with the bright lights and I look down and like in talking about details in the waiting place of life 
I looked down and I've got like um, a whisker. I mean, it's, I don't even know what to call it. It was so long. It was like a quarter of an inch coming out of my chin. And I'm like, oh my gosh, do I have friends? Does, has anybody not seen me? You know, but that's the way it is in life. When we are running on fumes, all those little details get missed. Like, like I said, you know, driving in the car and you're like, I don't, I'm not wearing shoes. <laughs> I don't even have shoes on. <laughs> But we are in a constant state of transition, right? And metamorphosis, you know? (laughs) And when we're in that waiting place and and life heats up and we want to run, remember that, you know, coal went from coal to a diamond because it heated up. Life heated up, right? There are these transformations in life and you can't get from plan A to plan B without or yeah, without going through the heat, right? The journey creates the transformation. That's where the, the iron sharpens iron. I want to give you guys some actionable steps before we go to help you embrace the journey, the dash in the middle to create that legacy and to make those memories. Okay. Number one, create space to breathe, to hear your voice, to hear God's voice. I say it all the time. When you have that space to breathe between the the road and the cliff's edge where you make that time to just like get in the car and scream or yell or drink the coffee or sing the Coldplay song or whatever it is, walk around the lake, do something that allows your life to feel in such overflow that like my, um, my friend says, Oftentimes, Marissa Rader, she has the nourishment haven. Um, She always talks about it's like your life is a life of overflow. You're not even filling from an empty cup or a half filled cup. You're not even tilting your cup because your cup is overflowing. And all the people's cups below you, your children, your family, your friends, it's a, a life of overflow. So create space to breathe. Number two, be flexible. Don't be rigid, okay? Don't try to take control by the horns and act like that you can wrangle the wind because you don't have that kind of power, all right? And then number three, write down the vision for your journey. Because look, if you shoot for nothing, you're going to hit it every time. So it's okay to be sidelined from life and enjoy those moments. Be still and in Psalms 46.10, it says, be still and know that I am God. Be still and wait. Sit in that transition. Allow God to take those messy places and turn them into a masterpiece. Okay? Remember that every season, good or bad, it won't last forever. Okay? I am rooting for you. I am praying for you. And I know that you guys are going to allow God to take the messy and turn it into a masterpiece. Hey, if you're just tuning in, we're talking about savoring the moments, enjoying that dash in the middle from the time you were born to the day you die. There's that ooey gooey goodness of the journey. If you haven't grabbed my Audible Living Your Best Life, run, don't walk to grab a copy on Amazon and listen to chapter nine. So I wanted to leave you with a question, a couple of questions today. Write down a time that you relied on God to open or close a door. Number two, name a way that you can adapt to change during this tough season of life. 
Number three, list two ways you can be optimistic and even, you know, write down what you're grateful for when a door is closing. Find the goodness in that hard place. And then number four, describe three ways that you can bloom where you're planted. Okay, guys, love you so much. And until next time, here's to living your best life. Hey, guys, if this show has blessed you, the number one way you can help me is to click the five stars and tell me what you think over on Apple Podcast. You can go to my website at stephaniepletka.com and subscribe or grab a copy of my book, Living Your Best Life, or even download the Audible for Moms on the Go. Are you in the Phoenix area? Tune into Faith Talk 1360 every Monday at 4 or listen to the podcast on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Until then, here's to living your best life.